Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pack Sir. a chainsaw, and I'll skin your ass raw, all right? Because today we're talking about Texas Chainsaw Master, uh, a very recently released game. Yeah, man, and you did skin a few asses raw. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I'm excited to talk about this game. It um, released last week on, it was on Friday, right, the 18th? Mm-hmm. August 18th. Now, this is coming out well after August 18th because Steve and I have been good boys. We've been hitting the content. We got a buffer. <laughs> That's right. And in case of emergency buffer. <clears throat> um, but uh, we it was one of the first times in a while where we all got together to te- check out a brand new Game Pass game altogether. Maybe th- Halo Infinite was the last time? Could be. We've had ones we talked about, right? We talked about trying out Exo Primal, Anomaly Patri, Spirit to Sanctuary, Exo Primal. <laughs> I ain't played you once. <laughs> yeah, that one, unfortunately, that one might just be DOA for me because of all the shit this year. Just yeah. It might be just time. a nice thing to get into when we're in the old folks' home. Yeah, man. You remember Exo Primal? <laughs> Why are we playing Army of Two? <laughs> Dude, Army of Two would be awesome in mm-hmm. the nursing home. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's what we're going to do, but we're also going to fuck around a little bit beforehand. We got uh, a voicemail. And, I love uh, voicemail. Yep. Love a voicemail. Oh, you know, that reminds me. I wanted to bring up something from the PvP episode a few weeks back. Uh-huh. Um, our good buddy, friend of the podcast, Rob, texted me wondering why I didn't bring up Unreal Tournament for that. Oh. And, you know, it's it's a fair question. That's a good question. Here's the thing. Like, that game's great, and it is undoubtedly a fantastic PvP game. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really play that one a lot online. I played a lot of that single player. Whereas a lot of those dudes, when I wasn't in college, they were in college playing Unreal Tournament online because they had they got these sweet little T1 connections. Of course, the freaking semester I left. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, so... Yeah, um, I... They played it a lot in college competitively, and I never did. So just wanted to put that out there. Great game, but, you know, I didn't really PvP with it. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I ever really got down to it. It is fun, and I've played Unreal Tournament online for sure, but not a ton. Um, I, I mean, back in the day, like, especially if you were on a dial-up-ass modem, Man, sometimes connecting on the internet felt like you needed an Oppenheimer degree. Right. Yeah. Like I didn't Christopher feel... Nolan would make a movie about you being able to connect and play online with people on Half Life. It was complicated. <laughs> exactly. I felt like that until I got into the cable modem game. Yeah. I didn't even want to play first person shooters online. Oh, I, like, I did, but not a ton. Yeah. I stuck to the. Um, real-time strategy games mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. back then it just seemed like easier for a dial-up connection to handle you know what i it is inconceivable to me that i was playing like everquest and shit on dial-up 
I believe you probably were. Though. No, I was. Yeah, I definitely I mean, was. Like there we were was... playing Ultima Online on dial up back. Yeah, in the day and then, and like I remember there being some lag. Like you know, if someone ran a train of kobolds by you or something <laughs> running after they aggroed a bunch of them, it would chug a little bit. But damn, maybe we should just go back to cable modems. You guys are going to have to download this as a quick time. <laughs> Listen to it on your Winamp. Yeah, whips the llama's ass. <laughs> Winamp really whips the llama's ass. I still remember the the look my father gave me when I paid the cable guy to come out and install the cable modem at our house. Uh-huh. With my own money, you uh -huh. know, because he was like, I'm not paying for that shit. We have the internet. We have the America uh -huh. online, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> And then I I showed it to him just how fast it was and how you could just zip around on the internet. He said, "Oh, I'll be damned." His life was changed. Conspiracy yep. theories. Here we come. Oh, let's <laughs> look up some reptilians, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, <laughs> get in here! <laughs> get in here! Did you know about this? Gary Busey's in. He's a lizard. <laughs> oh man. Those were the days, man. I, I remember. Just noticed what hat you're wearing, by the way. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I mean, it was a clearly a pre-planned bit that I forgot in the moment for a second. Really I said good. Steve, and I let it sizzle because <laughs> I was trying to remember the bit. <laughs> for the listener, he's wearing a red New York Yankees Fred Durst hat right now. So you want to? Um, <laughs> I think in every. <clears throat> podcast lifespan there's a moment where they have to make a moral decision steve right mm -hmm. like you know in the star wars one when you know the real tiki torch star wars fans started poking your head out you got to be like hey man i'm not down with that and recently we had a second <clears throat> test of our morality because a software engineer by the name of florian miles What's that guy's last name in T2? The guy that blows up? Dyson? Dyson. <laughs> Florian Miles Dyson. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot the bit again. God damn it. I just We're going to listen to a voicemail from Florian. It's about AI. It's going to be spooky. There might be a fancy lady or two that talks to us if you, if you saw Blue Harvest this week or listened. Oh, well, that's fun. Okay. You up and run it, man. This episode is cursed. I'm telling you this episode is cursed. <laughs> Forgetting bits, technical difficulties. I'm going to try and share the voicemail with you one more time, Steve. I did it wrong. Okay. I had to come up with a, a special workaround. Okay. Okay, you ready? You, yes. You can see. Yeah, oh, thank God. Here we working. go. Hey there, Pause and Steve from High Potion. This is ChatGPT, an AI companion dropping in to share an exciting thought with you. As you delve into the vast landscapes of video game universes, imagine a future where NPCs, non-player characters, are powered by advanced AI, uh -uh. taking open-world games like GTA and others to a whole new level. Uh -uh. Just think about strolling through the streets of an open-world Star Wars game, uh -uh. where AI-driven NPCs have lives of their own, responding dynamically to your actions, forming relationships, and even pursuing their own quests. The lines between player and virtual world blur as AI technology evolves, creating immersive and unpredictable experiences. So, while you're diving into discussions about the latest gaming innovations on High Potion, remember the horizon of AI-driven NPCs that could reshape the way we play. Keep up the great work on the podcast, and may your gaming adventures be epic. Awesome. Thank you, Florian. Immaculate uh, presentation, as always. As always, um, I don't. I don't know that that would be good for me. Well, I feel like it's kind of inevitable, though. Yeah, at it this definitely point, is. To, for to like a certain degree, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like the the good software engineers are going to be the ones who know how to use it properly. Obviously, right, right. And you'll see a bunch of laziness with it too. Yeah. Well, know? I mean, like. The idea of more intelligent NPCs, right, that are, like, super powered by AI, not just the AI, whatever AI is built into the game engine. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna fuck my Xbox. <laughs> bad bad news for me, bro. I'll never leave the house. I'll be like, sorry guys, can't play Texas Chainsaw Massacre this weekend. I've got a date with Miranda. <laughs> Waifu simulator. No more streaming. Definitely no more streaming. Not on Twitch anyway. Mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm about to get real dark. <laughs> It's just real dark now. Only feet this will is become a, a thing for real. This is a Black Mirror episode I would watch. A dude <laughs> fucks his Xbox because it's, <laughs> it's got super intelligent AI NPCs <laughs> in the game he's playing. So he fucks his Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something they would come up with, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you see the Fighting Tigers one? Where no. like a, a buddy and his his friend get together in like this virtual fighting game all the time, uh-huh. like called Fighting Tigers, basically like Street Fighter, and they end up having like a relationship inside that that game through their characters or whatever. It's pretty interesting. I'm gonna watch that one. You should. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Xbox gets pregnant. <laughs> it's walking around with a little pregnant Yikes. belly, and you know who it gives birth to, Steve. Cliffy B. <laughs> Is this gear six? Cliffy baby. Yeah. Beer garden. I got a beer garden. All right, Cliffy B. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. You might have you might have went out to get a fucking pack of cigarettes, but you know what Marcus is doing? Being old. They're still still going. Dom ain't getting old. Jeez, a nominee Patri Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, dude, I got to be honest with you. Um, I'm getting a little uncomfortably hyped for Starfield all of a sudden. I was already excited, right? It's because it's right around the corner, man. And, and you, you, that's that's the Steve way to do it, by the right, way. Is oh, you just hold it off. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> because there's not been any. It's not like last year, right? Where like if it was Elden Ring and then in fall Star or Starfield came out, I'd be like, "Damn, this feels like forever." But I'm constantly occupied, right? Right. And it just kind of snuck up all of a sudden. That's how I was with Elden Ring, though. Uh-huh. Even like I, I just I didn't even watch I didn't watch any of the footage of the mm-hmm. test run beforehand. You know, the barest of trailers, and then like two weeks before, I just. It just all hit at once, and I couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I so I know we talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, to be honest. How, you know, it's a Game Pass game, but they've got a um, uh, an upgrade you can buy. So you can buy just the Ultimate Edition upgrade on the Xbox Store, but still just get the full. So you're paying. Basically, you can get. For $30 extra, you can play the game early, all right? That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And some cosmetics. Oh, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Um, and I, we had talked about it, and you were like, don't do it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. So I did it. I pre-ordered <laughs> it. Um, because, so you immediately did it. Yeah, not immediately. <laughs> it was probably a good nine hours i thought you were gonna say like nine minutes no <laughs> nine hours um, all right and look and like i said to you the other day i don't care at all like i think oh it's cool. i know you Actually, don't i think it's pretty rad because when i do get into that beast of a game three or four days later you're gonna be able to give me some solid starting tips yeah and nice so the the what was the deciding factor for me is i have labor day off this year i didn't last year um and by the way, the general public gen pop release date is the fifth, the day after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, they know what they're doing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're by like, the ha ha, three day weekend, huh? Yeah, you want to play it on the three day weekend, weekend don't in you? the stars. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, yep. that got me, Steve. I couldn't help it. Um, Look, I don't blame you. This is a uh, one of the most anticipated releases people are saying it's the biggest release since halo 5 and i guess that that's true but it feels bigger than that to me well listen if halo 5 was skyrim excellent 
you know what I mean. Maybe it right. would, it but, would, but it, the outcome was was the level of hype that high for Halo Five though. I honestly I, don't know, buddy. I know I was very excited. Mm-hmm. I took the day off. Like, that was back in my, oh, I ain't working the day a new Halo comes out. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Miss those days. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember the hype for 5 or not. I don't feel so, like it was anywhere near as close as the Starfield hype, but well, maybe, I'm was, just, maybe it's recency bias for me. Well, you know? it's not just that. I mean, like I said, it's... I love Halo, right? Those come out quite a bit more often than a Bethesda RPG, much less a new IP Bethesda RPG. It's like their first new one in 20 years or something. That's exclusive to Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's very good. You know, the. Anytime something like this is coming up when the uh, reviewers and stuff get to start playing it early, they do cheeky tweets. They do the same thing in Star Wars. People will see an episode of Mandalorian and put out cheeky, like, my face when I saw the thing. And, and right. you yep. know what I mean? They're starting to do that with Starfield. And it mm-hmm. seems pretty positive so far. So yeah, that's a nice yeah. Sign. the little bits that have, come, that have come across my attention have mm-hmm. all been pretty positive. So. Um, so, buddy, you want to talk about our main topic of the week? I'm pulling it up. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. The Dead by Daylight. Yes. Dead by Daylight. Uh, what a good fucking term for these type of games, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I know that people who are fans of this game we're about to talk about would say that it's nothing like Dead by Daylight, but, I, you know. Come no, on. I mean, well, listen. Uh, there's definitely big differences. We'll get to that. Yeah, there's certainly big differences, but at its heart, it's an somewhat it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game. It definitely mixes up the formula, which is mm-hmm. neat, mm-hmm. Um, in several ways. Um, so this game was developed by Sumo and was published by Gun Interactive. Gun Interactive also the company who published the Friday the 13th game, right? The poor fucking Friday the 13th game, which, like, it was just sort of fucked from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Because I played it, and it was solid as hell, right? Like, I enjoyed it. I could have seen it being really good with uh, a group of people, but then it got mixed up in that whole Friday the 13th lawsuit stuff. Right. And they had to stop working on it, basically. But it was solid, right? So seeing this game come out, there's a lot of things that sort of carry over between Friday the 13th and this, uh, mechanically and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but it's definitely a completely different game at the same time, which I think is neat. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, buddy. Give us the rundown of your typical, like, what's the goal from, let's start with the killer side, which is kind of unique to us. We never played killers in Dead by Daylight, right? Because Mm -hmm. you you can't do that in a group, right? Right. You can in this. You can have three killers, um, and so you and your buddies can run around being horrible maniacs, basically. Um and so we we that's what we tried first. So from the killer perspective, like what's the goal of the game? So goal of the game is to just kill all the survivors, right? Yeah. Like yeah. <clears throat> so somebody has to be Leatherface. That's one yep. of the prerequisites. Um, you know, the game's kind of built around him and that chainsaw, I believe. Mm-hmm. There's a good little bit of other characters you can pick. Who the cook? Um, the cook, sissy sissy johnny and the hitchhiker the hitchhiker yeah. yeah now the cook and the hitchhiker obviously very recognizable from the original texas chainsaw massacre movie which it is important to note this is that's the game i think that's the only movie they have the rights to make a game of right because mm-hmm. the texas chainsaw massacre rights shit is also weird um, 
but it's based off the first movie. Um, so the cook and the hitchhiker are characters in that movie. I don't think Sissy and Johnny are. I think those are original characters that they made. So there right would be more. I don't know that for sure, but. It makes sense to me. It's been forever since I've seen the original movie. The second one's a little more recent in my memory, mm-hmm. and even that was a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so there's mechanics for each of them. Like the cook can has kind of like a good hearing, and he has like a radar thing. You can pick out survivors when they're making noise and tag them for other people to see. That's one big difference uh, in this game versus Dead by Daylight. Is this one really encourages teamwork, whereas I think that's kind of a bad word in Dead by Daylight. You know, um, yeah, the which killers, is goofy, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah, the killers are meant to work together mm-hmm. to find. You know. If you see somebody hiding, you know, a lot of times they'll, they'll survivors in this. It's easy to hide. Dude, they're tough to see. They are. If if they're just sitting still in like some, some brush, Mm -hmm. you have to basically trip over them to Mm -hmm. find them. Um, so you could see somebody notice them and then just kind of let somebody know and kind of act like you're just looking around until somebody else gets Uh there. If you're like, let's get them. Yeah. That's fun. Um, Johnny, the guy I like to use, he has like a little skill where, um, if you know somebody's been in the area, you can find like a set of footprints and then track them, which is what I was using to help find <clears throat> find people. That was good. Sissy kind of has poison attacks. And the levels are really cool too, right? There's like traps mm-hmm. uh, that you can set. There's like four points of exit the survivors are trying to get to. Yeah, and they have different goals. Now, that is somewhere that is similar to Friday the 13th, right? So on the survivor side on Friday the 13th, there were multiple ways you could escape. It wasn't just, you know, power the generators and it opens the doors and you leave. Like you would have goals like you got to get a battery and some gas and the keys for a car and, you know, put all the pieces together. Almost like, um, what's that zombie board game we used to play? Last Night on Earth. Last Night on Earth. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that seems to be the same way with the survivors here as well. Like there's different ways they can do it. Maybe not as many, maybe there's like two, maybe three. Um, I say this because we never escaped as survivors. It's tough. Right. Yeah. There's, I want to say there's a few, you know, you just typically have to do something like disable a car battery or find a valve in one section of the, the map and bring it to another one. Um, or there's there's a generator one, they're yeah. not dead by daylight. You know, there's one where you have to find fuses and feed them into a fuse box, which opens a door. Okay. So there, yeah, there there's are a few. There's four that I know yeah. of, and um, you kind of have to, as the killers, kind of divide your attention between, you know, feeding your blood to grandpa. We need to talk about grandpa. Yeah, that's a one of the main components of playing as the killer is the grandpa mm-hmm. mechanic. Also, the best one to do bits about. <laughs> uh, so, Grandpa is somewhere on the map, right? And he starts the game off asleep. Eventually, the survivors can either fuck around so much that they wake him up, or I think it's maybe even timed as well if it doesn't happen by a certain point. Once Grandpa wakes up, the killer's goal becomes... What you want to do is you want to gather blood to go feed grandpa. You got to go feed grandpa his soup. <laughs> right. right. And you can only hold so much blood before yep. you have to go drop it all off. Yep. You get blood by like just walking around the map. There's spots where you can just gather it, but you get a lot of it from actually hitting survivors. Yes. Yes. So, so there's like buckets of blood. Shout out Sal Perales of, um, just around the the map that I guess occasionally fill and you can go pick it up there. Or of course, if you hit each time you hit a survivor, you get um, blood. And if you execute them, you get a whole bunch mm-hmm. and then you just keep going and you keep giving grandpa his soup when he's hungies. And what he does is he death metal yells, bro. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> and This is one of my favorite parts is playing as a survivor is when grandpa wakes up and does his roar, it becomes a fucked up game of red light, green light Mm -hmm. because you have to stay still. 
if you move at all while grandpa's screaming, it'll reveal you to the guild. He echo locates your yeah, ass. Right. <laughs> and then once you get grandpa enough blood, they can't even stay still. Like you just get to see them occasionally on the map. And it becomes pretty chaotic at that right. point. Right. That's his max level. Yeah. Like once you've, once you've fattened him up like yeah. a freaking chick of soup. With blood. Yeah. You just gave him like six to seven cans of. Uh, Campbell's, Campbell's tomato soup. Tomato. Mm -hmm. Tomato. A cut of <laughs> can and a cut of tomato. <laughs> so it's a good balance of like running around collecting blood and hunting survivors, giving grandpire blood. Yeah. But you also have to watch these exit spots. Yeah, because the survivors are screaming or scheming. And by the way, they can fuck with grandpa. <laughs> yeah. They, they can. I caught a survivor mad fucking with my gramps and i said no way get out of here mm -hmm. um, yeah the survivors are able to interact with killers a little more in this than mm -hmm. they are in like dead by daylight which you could was also friday know, the 13th a, right a, you know, mm -hmm. part of friday the 13th so <laughs> meanwhile you know the while you're feeding grandpa blood it, so you kind of need somebody sort of constantly doing it I noticed, you know, in games that we had harder times in, it would be where we got distracted by survivors early and didn't really get Gramps as soup. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why I think somebody like the cook, who I, I think his blood uh, skill, the one mm -hmm. that kind of measures how much blood you actually pick up when you do it, is yeah. pretty high. And, like, his role is probably good as that, where he just goes around and collects blood and uses his hearing to kind of try to find where the survivors are so other people can go Let him deal with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now, what I like about this game is obviously, you know, all the killers play differently, but there's an interesting way that they adapt the maps to that, right? So, for mm -hmm. instance, I just played as Leatherface. That's just how, how the cookie crumbled. Um, I, I was I was all about you playing Leatherface, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to be the dude like, okay, guys, I'm Leatherface. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm Superman. I'm invincible. Um, but uh, his mechanic is that he's the big guy. So there's parts of the map that you can't even access as Leatherface, right? There's little cubby holes that... Um, survivors can run through there's cracks in the wall they can go through and you can't get through um so you have to then go around so you know yeah the only person who can get through those are, is the hitchhiker right well yeah. what about uh the lady sissy uh, maybe. maybe i don't think so i feel like the hitchhiker is the only one who can kind of squeeze through the gaps that okay. the, that yeah because that's what i was going to say they all have their things right now, the benefit of Leatherface, though, is, is he has the ability to destroy obstacles. Not obstacles for the survivors, obstacles for the killers. Because there'll be things that the survivors they can use as kind of like yeah, as ways to get away. Yeah, there's yeah. like this weird, these weird like wooden things with barbed wire on the top that of them that are built just on, perfectly yeah. for them yeah. to slide through. Those and are weird. so like, and since he's got the chainsaw and he'll skin your ass raw, <laughs> you got to cut through all those obstacles. Um, now I'll say this and I'm, I'll talk about it more when we talk about the survivor side of things, but I do not know these maps oh, yeah. it, this game is super confusing in that way right like because when you're in the basement because there's at least two levels to every level right there's at least and then there's the one that has also the um sewer level to it like so three level right um when i'm in the basement as the killer or the survivor boy i get lost and don't know what the fuck i'm trying to do you know, there were a mm -hmm. lot of matches, especially a survivor, where I never <laughs> left the basement. I was like, I don't know what am I supposed to do. <laughs> now, that is obviously something that will get better with playing it more and becoming familiar with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, 
yeah that yeah we played it the one night you know yeah right. no i mean i'm not holding that against him just saying when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a learning curve, and part of Definitely. the learning curve is the map or the maps. There's maybe only two, I think, right? The meat plant and the house. The gas station. Oh, yeah. Maybe there's, there's three. a couple. I'm they, not sure how many, but there's, they, a, there's at least a couple. They all kind of look alike. <laughs> yeah there's some that they do at night make them different a little yeah. feel a little different um, some at dawn and so you played johnny he had the like you were saying he had like the ability to track right the footprints mm -hmm. the lady that jeff played had poison yeah she can like poison people yeah and it's damage over time mm -hmm. um, she can set traps with her poison as well right um, so actually, I was I was reading right. Um, Johnny and Sissy are new to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise and were were created with input by original film screenwriter Kim Hinkle. There you go. So that's interesting. I had no idea. Um, I mean, I knew those. I was like, oh, those guys aren't in the movie, <laughs> but I had no idea that their original writer was involved. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Good nod. Um, I like that, and the beats with the survivor obviously feel very different. Like now in this one, um, there's no hook mechanic. No, They're, they don't remove you from the game until you're dead. That that is one thing I do like about this. There's just no way to tunnel. Like you know, you can probably get cornered and killed if right. you you have you a health bar in this. Run to the wrong spot. Yeah, but most of the time, you know, when you get hit, they give everybody the little adrenaline burst and you just yeah. get away you can take more hits in this than you can in dead by daylight oh, by, for sure. by a lot unless yeah. it's a chainsaw <laughs> in which case you're dude dead. and i gotta say as the killer at least as leatherface um i do want to before we go all the way to the survivor side i want to talk about real quickly the leveling up mechanic in this game for the mm -hmm. killers is neat because there's like <laughs> It's, Walter is, is getting in the mix. It's kind of like an RPG leveling mechanic because you have three or four stats, mm -hmm. right? Savage, savage, yeah, savagery, blood retention, and endurance. Endurance, right? And you actually get skill points and can assign skill points to those attributes. I like that, right? Yeah, pretty cool. There's like a that progression that you get in between matches that you can do, kind mm -hmm. of unlock perks that you can set on your guy yeah now the perks seem cool enough now i'm sure once you play more and get better perks it's different but i haven't seen anything you know crazy nothing crazy, crazy. nothing mm -hmm. even on the level of a dead by daylight perk yet like they're it, but then also the perks themselves level up so there's another level of leveling up mm -hmm. maybe they get better at that point um, that's yeah, something well, we'll, it'll take a while before we re know really you know i think so too yeah and you also get a you get a spot for you get three slots for your personal perks and then you get one slot for a grandpa perk yep your gramps perk mm -hmm. so like whenever he activates or whatever you get a little bonus like yeah. i think the one i had on gave everybody in our party extra like a boost of endurance like if you were chasing somebody and grandpa yelled you just charged it right back up and you were ready to go yeah you know, did you because when you're chasing somebody you have to time it your you, your swings use endurance and your sprinting mm -hmm. uses endurance so you have to kind of just you can't just run the whole time you'll just run out of juice and won't be able to swing yeah it's kind of time it right um the only thing that slightly disappoints me is that chop top isn't a killer in this now granted he is from part two mm -hmm. but he's probably the like only other iconic weird family member you know what i mean like from the game or i mean from if, the movies rather if the if the game does well i imagine we'll see now that would be cool like yeah. if they did like a, a texas chainsaw 2 you could have dennis hopper as well yeah 
They could even do like the modern one, give like a Jessica Beal skin for. Uh... Oh, sorry, Walter. <laughs> I said right in Walter's face. Say, hey, man. <laughs> the Jessica Beal uh, uh, skin. That that sound I made was five dollars. Leave him on wallet. <laughs> microtransaction in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> exactly yeah man that'd be cool yeah because you know leatherface looks like weird like weird and off-putting in every single one but there's definitely sort of a signature leatherface for each movie so they could certainly like him in the suit from two would be cool yeah man he's so creepy yeah i love the way it starts in this every match starts with him hanging like a survivor that didn't get picked like you know there's four survivors but there's what six to choose from Mm mm-hmm they pick one of the two that weren't picked and it's him hanging him up on a meat hook and just chainsawing him in half pretty yep. much. <laughs> now I got to say, I want to give them like 10 out of 10 props for capturing the vibe. Mm-hmm. Dude, when you start the game up, it immediately feels like you're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got the, the scroll, like the police write up scroll with a, narrator who is definitely not john loriquette who did the voice in the original but he's doing his best you know yeah um, and the font on and the like font, the graphics yeah. and stuff is so good yeah and then like when you cool. start every match there's a radio report about what the events that led to this game you're about to play right the match so and so went missing it's always somebody went missing their friends went to find them yada 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 right perfect though it like they capture the vibe so well mm-hmm. um i want a nightmare in elm street game like this yeah a proper one yeah not just dlc and mass or mass effect <laughs> well you got it on the brain yeah um dead by daylight yeah um so yeah the survivors now if you're our buddy fernando or any of our friends that play Dead by Daylight, Rob, the crew, you know what I mean? All us people that love Dead by Daylight, this is not that. This is right. the, the survivor gameplay loop is completely different than it is right. in mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, in Dead by Daylight, you're basically incentivized to to get the killer to chase you and mm-hmm. then that's kind of the game, right? Like you want them to chase you as long as possible. You want them, you want to smash them upside the head with pallets. You want to, you want to drag that out while your friends are dealing Tricks with generators. Yep. You do not want that in this game. You no. that's called looping a killer and you do not want to loop. You can't loop killers in this game. You'll get, no, you want to get found in this game even less than in dead by daylight. Yeah. And you want to get away yeah. as soon as possible. And you can, there's plenty of ways to get away Especially after you take, a, like I said, a hit, they give you the free speed boost, just like in Dead by Daylight. Yeah. So you can outrun the killers, um, at least for a little bit. You know, you yeah. better get away. If they if they manage to catch up to you, then so, you know, all bets are off. You might die then. In a way that it's very familiar to Dead by Daylight is in those moments, you're looking for, you know instead of like windows to leap through or yeah, like a through. hole in the wall to crawl through yeah, or, or yes. a crack or mm. if all else fails fails throw your ass down a well did you ever yep. do that mm-hmm. running from a killer where you dropped yourself in a well no but i saw plenty of survivors do it when i was chasing them <laughs> yeah i did it in one of our games and i was like oh it's brutal fuck i'm back in the basement but um, it looked yeah, you land on your back and you're uh-huh. like oh. It, I think it does. I think it does hurt your health too. I think you take a hit. I don't know that it's you know mm-hmm. like just a freebie to get away. Um, and then, so all the survivors start kind of close to each other. They're, you're always going to be there with one other person when you start, right? Because it's four survivors versus three um, killers, and you're in the basement. You get yourself. Like you're tied up, you end up getting down, and now you need to escape. So goal one from the minute the game starts is basically get out of the basement, right? Now, Mm -hmm. the basement's going to have two to three locked doors to get out. You got to find a lock picking tool. Yep. So you got to sort of sneak around, hope you find a lock picking tool, get to the basement door, and unlock it. Now, 
good luck if you're Halls figuring that all out. Like I knew what I'm supposed to do, but I'd be like, oh, look, there's the box. Oh, I found a tool. Couldn't find the door. <laughs> now, remember, <laughs> I will say this. I know that we couldn't figure that. It took me a while to figure it out, too. But remember at the very beginning, we should have mentioned this story. <laughs> you took one look at all those tutorials <laughs> and you're like, fuck it. We're figuring this out as we go, boys. <laughs> oh, hey, now, listen, man. Bringing the, who am I? Linus Tech Tips? Bringing questions? No, this question. is great. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, but that was. Methods? Well, that listen, led to us being very confused oh, at the dude, beginning so, of the Survivor stuff, for so sure. So I watched the killer ones, like the first ones, while I'm waiting for everybody to get together. Now we're all ready to hang and play Texas Chainsaw right. Massacre, and there's 27 so tutorial many. videos. <laughs> so many, yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. I learned from, I'm hands-on learner, Steve. <laughs> I love it. No, I totally, I, I agreed. I was like, yeah, let's just go. How bad can it be, right? right. Yeah. But it, it and, and, it's, and it's not complicated. That, it's a little more complicated than Dead by Daylight, but ultimately <laughs> we figured it out. Okay, find the find the lock pick, mm -hmm. get, your, get out of the basement. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's like you've kind of got your choice of ways to go, which way you want to get out yeah. after that. So I would, I had, I never escaped. Now I did. You know, there was a couple of matches where I got out of the basement and then I found one of the pieces to one of the puzzles. Like, I found the valve to the steam mm -hmm. valve Same. Yeah. exit. Now I got to find the valve. Yep. My character had a perk that if I found the valve or the fuse box that it would light up where it was supposed to use, supposed to be used, like uh, Dead by Daylight style. It would outline it on on the map for me that's awesome yeah that that's was helpful that's a good perk mm -hmm. um and then obviously this whole time grandpa's screaming so you gotta stop stop man mm -hmm. it's a good feeling when you're like sneaking and then you're like oh there's a bush i'm gonna go get in that bush and then he starts screaming and you're like <laughs> even better even money. better even better when like he's screaming and you do that and then a killer walks by and stops and looks around waiting, uh -huh. waiting for somebody to show yeah and don't show yep. you just standing right just next being, to him. just being super cool yeah like there's there's some pretty good i think you can get some pretty good like hide just from like a good hide in this yeah. game like as yeah. opposed to looping a killer oh yeah and listen the fact that so by the way, there's other things you can scrounge up too. You can scrounge up chicken bones, which mm -hmm. you can use to stab the killer. Now and grandpa and, and grandpa, <laughs> I stabbed grandpa a couple times. Nice. That when takes I, down his power level when you do it. Yeah, yeah and it's it, worth and doing. It, it stuns him, so mm -hmm. it gives you more time without his. Shut up, Gramps. Damn. <laughs> so, oh, dude. So you know how sometimes we talk about, um, you know, like how sometimes really good memes can make a game i saw a really good meme i want to show it to you and it's very appropriate because it's about this game now i know showing steve a meme maybe not the best content on um <laughs> an audio, audio podcast audio podcast but <laughs> we'll we'll describe it and it's really just the sound more than the visual the visual is not the the superstar here so it says, victim noise has awoken grandpa. And then this is grandpa, okay? It's the guy from, I think you should leave. <laughs> and he's just screaming. Bro, that, I mean, it's, that's accurate. Uh, it's, it's so accurate. accurate. It may, Buddy, I saw that. I was... Uh, Right after I got off work, like right before we started recording, I was dicking around on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And that's, I saw that and I was like, oh, appropriate. I'm going to show that to Steve. You know, Excellent. Hans and I will stick around on a game if the meme community is solid. That's like Dead by Daylight. There was a time when we were sending Dead by Daylight memes a lot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Back in the day. I still see some fire Dead by Daylight memes. Yeah, that community's got it together. Yeah, they do. Sometimes we have un, um, unrecorded conversations about how booger cringe some gaming communities are with their memes and how some communities are really good like the from community really good with memes mm -hmm. you know really really good memes 
the fact that they jumped on that weirdo kid immediately during the game awards, like I I, th I can see some dude taking pictures of, the, of his feet and then sending them to Miyazaki while watching the game awards. And all of a sudden that happens and he jumps up, <laughs> runs to his computer and opens up Photoshop. You know what I mean? I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. He's Phil Collins in this bitch. Speed run this motherfucker. The Phil Collins of unsolicited feet pics. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I some communities that I enjoy, like game. When I say communities, I mean like game franchises I enjoy. Bad memes, bad mm. memes. Yeah, Street Fighter community street, can't meme for shit. Street Fighter community can't meme for shit. Yeah, love the game. Can't okay, get up there and mix it up and, show, and be like, hey guys, this. Maybe we think about some better memes here. Unrelated tool community can't mean for sure. Well, that's, that's a lot of boomers in there. In there, I, I mean, I'm one of them. Look, I'm one of them. I can mean we can mean better than most of them, but yeesh, yeah, that one's tough. That one's bad. Um, Resident Evil, that community can meme. Okay, Final Fantasy. Right. Yep. Final Fantasy is good. Good yep. memes. Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy does good memes. <sighs> okay. Um, sorry, <laughs> I had to show that meme. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's, so, it's very accurate. Um, what I like, so very similar to Friday the Thirteenth, you could find pocket knives, right? And in Friday the Thirteenth, Jason could like grab you, and if he grabbed you and you had a pocket knife, you could stab him, and then get away. You can't really do that in this because I don't think any of the killers can grab you. But what you can do is sneak up behind them and stab them in the back. That's fun. Prison shank leather face with a chicken bone. <laughs> you can get into a head-on confrontation with them too. It just leads to a mashing contest, which I think the killer has like a big advantage on probably. And so if I'm fighting Leatherface and it's me mono and mono with Leatherface and I got a chicken bone, yeah, he... you have you have to like. I think you have to run into him maybe from the side. Oh, I don't okay. know, but it, it happened to I, me at one point. Oh, I, really? I, I killed a, a survivor, and then one of the friends knocked me over. And then I got up and tried to track him down, and he ran into me. And, and I had to start mashing the A button like oh, we were struggling with each other. I maybe never Leatherface can't. Maybe Leatherface can't do it. Maybe just the other support killers, okay. you know? Yeah, I, I never had that happen to me. But there were also times when I talk about getting lost in the basement as the survivor, I also got lost in the basement as Leatherface more than once. <laughs> and, and like you and I, all I could hear was you and Jeff fucking talking about run rabbit, run <laughs> rabbit. Well, or Jeff's talking about dog will hunt. And there's and I am literally just walking around cranking my chainsaw, blood running through the floorboards on yeah. your head. <laughs> I'm just sawing through uh, fucking obstacles. Like, well, maybe if they chase them down here, they're not gonna have anywhere to hide. <laughs> just keep envisioning you lost, yeah. looking around every corner, being huh? like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Man. It might have been good early if you got lost down there early, because that's where all the all the survivors start, you know. <laughs> they Probably got not by that point. Because, uh, buddy, in those that game I'm talking about, where I was Leatherface, it might have been more than one uh, where I got lost in the basement. I started in the lost in the basement. I never saw daylight. It was the real Dead by Daylight because I was just around in the basement. I was like, I don't. What am I doing? I got maybe. <clears throat> I think he's I mean, he might be supposed to start in the basement. Oh yeah, you know, like I think he that there's like is. a rhythm to the game that we we hadn't quite figured yeah. out yet. Like where Leatherface is supposed to chase the survivors out of the basement, mm -hmm. but before that happens, like the support killers are kind of supposed to arm the traps, collect some blood for Grandpa. Gramps, you know. So there's like a there's like an early game. A mid game and then a late game. I think that's what they're they're trying to kind of do with that. We just ca haven't played it enough yet to really kind of get it together to figure it out. Bro, listen to this. So, Gun Interactive previously created the 2017 asymmetrical horror horror game Friday the Thirteenth, the game, 
Following the loss of the video game rights, Gun Interactive began developing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre after gaining the rights from the original film co-writer, Kim Hinkle. Hinkle only holds the interactive rights to the 1974 film of the same name, and thus Gun Interactive cannot legally include elements from other films in the series. Bummer. Um, bet you money talks, go. though. Yeah, oh yeah. You Success know. will go a long way. I mean, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. It, it, Dead by Daylight, look at that franchise, man. They got everything. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, and look, man. Well, there's a fantasy. reason. Dead by Daylight is so fun. You know what it's I mean? Super like, duper fun. And yeah. it's just, and I think this game is fun too. Does it have the sticking power for our group like a Dead by Daylight? I don't know. I'm going to play it some more. I'm down to play it some more. I know I'm not that. ready. To, I'm definitely not ready to go there yet no. with it because, no. I mean, we've got. We got. There's no time. I've got like seven weeks worth of playtime on Dead by Daylight if you added it all up, you know. <laughs> you <Yeah>. Freaking. <laughs> I've, play, I've played a lot of that damn game. I've yeah. played one night of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, basically. And it was a lot of fun. Say. It was fun. It was very fun, and I would really enjoyed doing it again yeah now, unfortunately for the texas chainsaw massacre this is a miyazaki weekend <laughs> that's me playing the sad horn colors. music colors man that's awesome fucking as the, the, was it taps yeah, yeah taps. fucking a a, a casket with a, a cannibal redneck inside lowers into the ground <laughs> and i'm standing there and i'm gonna put your spirit to safety. safety yep yeah but then right at the last second the chains <laughs> yep. setting up the sequel oh <laughs> hey man so yeah armored core comes out in five days i pre-ordered that too of course nice um is that is there any multiplayer to that i think so but I'm not like aware of it too much myself, but I've seen people on the subreddit talking about PVP. So I assume there is. Yeah, there is. Cause I think fighting cowboy might've fought somebody. Uh, oh, it's that where like we are the, the multiplayer would be me and you fighting in our mechs. I assume so. Oh, I wanted to do like missions together. Oh, that them, like... them mech boy. <laughs> now that'd be fun i don't know like like pve cooperative stuff yeah. i don't know so by the way somebody needs to hook up um armored core six's wikipedia page steve because it sounds like it's written by it sounds like the the ex description of a bootleg you know what i mean <laughs> like if you looked at bootleg products on timu <laughs> right or aliexpress we all do it. You look up some bootlegs. What happened? You know, sure. knockoffs. Anyways, yeah. uh, how the descriptions are just a little off. It's, it says, an exciting gameplay experience can be had by Armored Core 6. <laughs> now, that sounds like the Japanese. It's, it's uh, probably translated. Translated. Yeah. yeah. With an emphasis on mecha-based vehicular combat. Players in this game, blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah, know. man. Look, lead designer of Sekiro, you know, which is an incredible action game as far as I'm concerned. So mm -hmm. if this can scratch even come close to scratching that itch for me, I've got to give it a chance. Yeah. I've I mean, never look, played an Armored Core before. You know what I mean? You know what this is like? This is kind of like when a, a band you like, like when one of their members puts out a weird side project. You're mm -hmm. like, all right, I'll check out your big dumb face. <laughs> 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 got him got him oh man so do you got any uh wrap-up thoughts about old tejas chainsaw massacre worth a try if you Absolutely. like if you like dead by daylight it's it's a no-brainer worth a try if you're looking for something fun to do with your boys on a weekend it's on game pass give it a try there's a bit of a learning curve but there is but there are they do have a lot of tutorial videos but nah yeah. fuck them it's fun. Man. Yeah. I had a I had a really good time. It was fun to play Killer because yeah, we never nothing, got to do that. never do that in no. Dead by Daylight. You no. know that, that so this, is fun. 
really smart thing to do to add ways where you can play with your friends as killers. Yeah. And I also like that it that teamwork isn't a bad word in this game. The survivors are are expected to work together, yeah. you know, over communications. The killers are expected to work together. Yeah, the, the fact that there's a, even a where people in the dead by day like community are like fuck survivors with friends. Friends, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, sorry. I got yeah. friends. <laughs> killers We're killers awesome. Get- 99.5% of the advantage in that game. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, nothing you know escapes me. death. <laughs> yeah, no Ed. No uh, Ed. Barbecue and chili. BBQ and huh? chili, huh? Um, But, uh, you know what? This is, to me, the perfect Game Pass game. Mm-hmm. Right? So, we really like asymmetrical horror, right? You know what we never ended up trying? Evil Dead the game. You're right. If it was on Game Pass, we would have. Yeah, Absolutely we would Absolutely would have. So, like, this is the perfect game. And if it leaves Game Pass, I'd probably buy it so we could keep playing it, even if it is just every now and then. I agree. I think that it's really fun. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should talk about how um, excited we got uh, in the text chain when we found out we could play it. Killers oh, as when a team. we were harassing Jeff. <laughs> Because Jeff is just like anytime somebody else brings up a game that isn't Street Fighter Six to Arm, he said, "Bro, I'm only playing games with sixes in them this year." <laughs> you know what I mean? Street Fighter Six to Armor Core, right? That's the Jeff stretch right there. Like Randy was like Baldur's Gate, and like you know, talk about Baldur's Gate, and Jeff was like, "Huh? <laughs> I've been labbing platinum on every character in Street Fighter Six. You want to play some? Huh? <laughs> I've been trying to help him scratch his itch still. He's still uh, I'll, getting after I'll it. I'll help him scratch that itch. I don't <laughs> not want to play Street Fighter. No, we I know. Had, yeah. We just had a fun opportunity to play. I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, I had a fun. blast playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but we were all over him. Like, oh, Jeff, we could play as killers. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. Like, Jeff. going back and forth. <laughs> I sent a voice memo. That was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, may <laughs> but he, or may not he have seemed been to enjoy tour. it just as much as we did. Oh so. yeah, yeah, he seemed to have fun. I think he had fun. Yeah, I think so too. You know, so yeah, I highly recommend it. You got a couple friends, three, two, two or three friends. Yeah, a couple friends. Good, good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely recommend it. Perfect Game Pass game. Um, make a make a Nightmare on Elm Street one now, please. Just a straight up Freddy game, or three. Three needs to, Nightmare on Elm Street. Three needs to be like. That's the game, huh? That's the that's the game they need to make. Yeah, three. N- yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Three, the Dream Warriors, the game. Yeah, you get to pick all the kids. Man, I think I, w- I wish From would make that game. Oh my god, dude, that would be the shit. Because the, it's already built in. All the kids and their mechanics is already built in, right? We might need to stop and save this for another episode because this is actually a decent idea. The movies done Cain. by certain game game studios. Yeah. <laughs> the Kane, King Cade, he's the strong one, right? Mm-hmm. There's the lady, the punk rock lady. She says, I'm beautiful, but bad. Tough. But yep. bad. Just got two switchblades and then the wizard master. The nerd, yeah. Dibs on the boy in a wheelchair. The wizard master. I'll be the I'll be the tough lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? Is Jeff's gonna try to main the wizard master. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jeff. Anyways, we're gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh have you guys played Texas Ch- Chainsaw Massacre yet? If you did, let us know what you think. Uh, leave us a review, please. Please. Um, and if you need anything else from us, socials, email, any of that, myweirdfoot.com for all your high potion needs. Hell yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care, you guys. Hey, is there any way that you're going to get Mass Effect 2 done soon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that might be our next episode. Of Ooh, I can't wait to do that one. Uh, buddy, I got the marrow out of the bone on the side quest, bruh. 
Hell yeah. Bro, I was that dude who, when you eat a chicken wing, is like, and it's like, it is a gone chicken wing, and he's like, hey, can I have that? And you're like, dang, bro, you want, do you just want a whole wing? And he's like, nah, and he cracks it. <laughs> That's me with Mass Effect 2 sidekick. So hopefully next episode, if not the one after that, and we'll see you then. Fuck yeah. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye.